Hello there and welcome to this podcast, which is all about self-love and being kind to ourselves and the role that that plays in changing our behaviour to promote healthy weight management. But before we start, I'd like you to do something for me. I'd like you to give yourself a big hug. And hopefully you can do this wherever you are, if you're driving, maybe not, maybe do it later. But I just want you, if you can, to wrap your arms around yourself and give yourself a really good squeeze. Now I'm recording this during one of our lockdowns during the whole pandemic period, and we're not getting enough hugs, not from many people anyway, only those in our bubble. And it's important to feel that connection both with others, but also with ourselves. And that's what this podcast is all about. Feels good, doesn't it? It feels good to hug and connect and feel, I suppose, that that physical sensation of doing something reassuring to ourselves, something that's physical. Now take a, take a very deep breath and smile. So this podcast is being recorded in February, the month of love. And I've done it at this time to try and focus on how we think about ourselves and how we think about our behaviour. You've just done a physical way of looking after yourself, a positive physical gesture. But this is really, this podcast is really about the psychological way that we look after ourselves. So how we talk to ourselves. And some kind words and self-love will really improve that internal reaction and the impact then on how we behave. And if we can develop a kinder way to talk to ourselves, that will build calm and increase our inner happiness. And that then creates a positive platform. And so fundamental to any change of any behavior really, but obviously specifically, I generally talk about eating, fundamentally to changing how we approach our eating behavior and how we think about it is how we talk to ourselves. And many of you listening will have a problematic relationship with food, which might focus around overeating, yo-yo dieting. You might be caught up in a cycle of weighing yourself daily, perhaps tracking calories and points and, and just generally having food in a negative way in your mind and in your daily behavior more than you would like. And that relationship with food creates a real roller coaster of emotional and psychological ups and downs. So we need to develop a way to help ourselves through those experiences in a way which is kind and understanding so that we can then manage change, we can be in the right situation, the right frame of mind to be able to change. And giving ourselves this kind of strong and supportive psychological platform to make changes to our eating is the key to long-term success. And of course, it's not just about weight loss, it's about stability and it's about nutritional health. 
And those are just as important. And that's why I, I cover those elements as well in all of my work. Everything I do is underpinned by nutritional health. And a lot of people that I work with come to me because they just want to eat better. They don't have an issue with food. So this approach goes covers the whole range of eating relationship, essentially. And so we need to be able to find courage, strength, positivity and trust to both start and maintain any change in eating behavior. And that, as I've just mentioned, only comes from having a positive platform of thinking. So I'd like you to think about how you talk to yourself. For example, when you've had what you might call an unhealthy eating day, when you've perhaps overeaten, when you've had a bit of a bit of a blowout, when you discover you haven't lost the weight that either you or someone else or something else, if it's a diet plan, expects you to. What about when you fall off this self-imposed dieting wagon and you therefore blow the day because what's the point? Or maybe when you eat something that you have labeled bad and you think it's not allowed and any number of other situations, what do you say to yourself? Might you use words like useless, failure, hopeless, fat? Now, very often we can be extremely unkind, unforgiving, unempathetic and perfectionist in relation to ourselves and our behavior. In fact, using words that we would never dream of saying to someone else. But this kind of internal dialogue just makes us feel worse. It's not going to encourage you to change. And of course, if low self-esteem is a driver for emotional eating, as it is with a lot of people that I meet, then you're going to be in a never-ending cycle. And our reflections on past behaviours, even if it was five minutes ago, so long or short term, can dominate and negatively impact on our positivity and that trust and that confidence that I mentioned earlier to be able to move forward. They're like, how can I describe it? They're like heavy weights on our feet and they constantly want to drag us back into that cycle of behavior that feels familiar. And so judgment and self-criticism can be a real, a real holding back and in fact, that's often, particularly if you have a difficult relationship with food, that's all that's holding you back. Nothing else, because anything else, all the change is perfectly possible. So whatever or however you ate, you ate yesterday or last week, it just doesn't matter one little bit. Ideally, it's useful to work out, to try and understand why you behave around food in the way you did and what the drivers are. They're coming from inside of you. Are they external? And that's something that you can work through with someone like me. But, but once you've done that, what was also really important is to accept it and to accept it as something that happened, because without doing that, it's going to be very difficult to move on. If it's painful, you've got to allow the pain to register. Then say to yourself that it is possible for you to do it differently. 
and it's little steps. I've got another podcast on here. I think it might even be number one. My first episode It's all about little steps and about taking it slowly and being kind to yourself in terms of the practical um, process as well as this internal dialogue. So accepting the behavior is really crucial. You have to say to yourself, it's done, it's finished, and it's gone. But the biggest thing I want to say to you is to talk to yourself as if you were someone else. Be kind, be empathetic, and show some compassion and some understanding of what's gone before. And that's not to say that we're going to be making excuses because behavior change is hard. And I talk to a lot of my clients about being in the right place on the change curve. So, you know, are you in pre-contemplation? Are you just thinking about it? Are you preparing? Have you got action? Are you relapsing? And are you, or are you refocusing? There are lots of different processes, but essentially you do need to have motivation, but motivation is in my experience best sought through positivity and confidence. And that's very difficult if you're beating yourself up all the time. So you're going to try and build some love for yourself and decide that you are worth the effort and your eating behavior does not define you. So just a few tips then. Number one, let go of past behaviors. Number two, keep all your eating in perspective. Number three, Focus on forward-thinking, behavioural goals. And number four, try and practice some mindfulness to make more of that inward compassion. There is a blog article which accompanies this podcast, which is there or thereabouts what I've said, but I do expand a little on those four points, and it might be easier for you to read it. So do head over to the website and you'll find it in my Think articles. If you want to explore more of that mindfulness process, you could also dip into my three simple steps to mindful eating, because the first step is all about mindfulness itself. And that helps you to really stop and think and start to train your mind on focusing on something specific and not being distracted by outside pressures or worries or judgment. And that will help you turn that meditative process, that mindful process internal to try and help you create more of a positive dialogue, that self-talk. So I'll leave you with those thoughts today. Put a smile on, try and love yourself more today than you did yesterday. And if you find yourself beating yourself up, over your eating in particular. Remember to be kind. And I'll leave you with a little ABC, which I hope will help. A for acceptance, B for balance, and C for compassion. As ever, if you want to get in touch with me just to have an informal chat or to explore how I might be able to help you, then all my contact details are on the website. I hope this has been helpful. Have a lovely day, a lovely evening, whatever you're doing, and above all, love yourself. Bye-bye.